Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the bay. The San Francisco waterfront. I'm talking about... That's right, Fisherman's Wharf, baby. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, like a, a plethora of other internet platforms. The bottom line is, we're talking boxing and mixed martial arts the next hour, and you can join us on the tour if you like. The subject at hand, the greatest fight of all time in the minds of many. I'm talking about Hagler and Hearns. Marvin Hagler, Tommy Hearns, duking it out for the World Middleweight Championship. Tax Day, 1985, April 15, 1985. We'll take you through the uh, the hype before the fight. We'll take you through the fight itself. We'll take you the afterwards. Bottom line is we're talking Hagler Hearns. You can join us on the toll-free if you'd like. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. It was a night filled with celebrities. It was great. I was with Aaron Pryor. I had a great time that night. Aaron, of course, the late Aaron Pryor, the Hawk, the former junior welterweight champion, just passing away a fortnight ago. Due to heart disease, the bottom line is it was a night full of celebrities. It was a night of glory for the world of boxing. We had the great Marvin Hagler and Tommy Hearns going at it, I'm going to say, in one of the greatest fights of all time. Some say it was the greatest. I don't know about that. It's sort of open to uh, speculation there and, of course, your own opinion. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. This is Sports Byline. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. 
Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Good to see you're still alive. I think I like you. We roll with the Godfather of Soul. We're talking about the Godfather of Middleweights in the minds of many. I'm talking about Marvin Hagler, Brockton, Massachusetts, now living in Italy. Of course, he's a movie star over there. And he and I have had some uh, tumultuous moments over the years. Of course, post-Hearns, he was elated. Post-Leonard, he was dejected. Uh, the time we spent together in Mexico City, um, he wasn't too happy. He was still like, still had a, a chip on his shoulder over this Leonard fight. And that was like 12, 15 years afterwards. Of course, talk about the big fight uh, in 1987 when he and Leonard went at it. I think that was April the 8th. But the bottom line is the fight we're talking about right now, and we'll get into deep with, is talking about Hagler Hearns, of course, April 15th, 1985. But Hagler burst on the scene and, of course, got his first middleweight title shot in 1979 in Las Vegas, of course, taking on Vito Adafermo, the the, the Italian fighter, of course, that did a lot of bleeding with his face. He led with his face. He was a bleeder. There was no doubt about it. And I thought Hagler beat him pretty decisively over 15 rounds. But yet, well, they called it a draw. It was even, considered a heist, no doubt about that. Of course, then Hagler rolled over guys like Bobby Boogaloo, Watu held a win over him previously. Then he challenged for the world middleweight title against Alan Minter, who had beaten Vito Artafermo in the meantime. Minter came in at like 38-6. and six. Decent fighter, but guess what? He got lit up like the White House Christmas machine. He was out of there in two rounds, no doubt about that. Of course, there was a big riot afterwards, and uh, Hagler didn't get to celebrate his championship in the ring. He had to celebrate it in the dressing room. The class of the English sports fans was in real play that night. It was illustrated in a negative way, no doubt about that. Of course, then he came back, and he beat uh, he, he beat my man Vito Artafermo, beat him handily, and he stopped Mustafa Hamshow, beat Caveman Lee in like the blink of an eye, like the first or second round. Fully elbow, he came back and he beat them again. Of course, fully 
is fully over was fully Valencio over Mejias. Then of course he beat on Tony Simpson, the guy from the UK who was a decent middleweight challenger, Wilfred Siptian, and then he came upon Roberto Duran. And this was nineteen eighty three, November nineteen eighty three. And guess what? Duran took him to school. That's right. Seventy seven and four and overweight. Not an overweight Duran. I mean he was in great shape for the for his age, I think he was like 32, 33 years old at the time, but he was in great shape for his age, but he was fighting at 160, and guess what? He's, he's a lightweight fighter. He's a 135-pound guy, so he was like almost like a midget standing against Marvin Hagler, but yet he was pot-shotting Marvin all night, just pot-shotting him all night. Of course, that set up Marvin Hagler, uh, uh, Ray Leonard, come out of retirement and fight Marvin Hagler three years later, but that was a great fight. Roberto Duran, in the minds of a lot of people, was up after 12 rounds. Had that been a 12-round fight, Roberto Duran might have done the unthinkable and won the World Middleweight Championship back in 1983, November the 10th to be exact. Caesars Palace Outdoor, that was a good night. I think that was the uh, the night that Frank the Animal Fletcher got knocked out by Juan Roldan. And and what did he say when he woke up? They woke him up. They said, hey, man, where are you? He goes, the Sands in Atlantic City. He said, no, 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 you're in Las Vegas. <laughs> anyway, of course, he after that, uh, he would fight. Juan Domingo Roldan, and that was a pretty good fight. Roldan, of course, rattled Marvin Hagler a little bit. And then Mustafa Hampshire, he rolled through him. And then Tommy Hearns, of course, that was the big fight. That's the fight we're talking about right now. November 15th, 1985. And to set this up, we go to CBS Television and my man, Brent Musburger. Back live here in New York, we're standing by to talk live with the hitman who is back, Thomas Hearns. And up in Boston, you can see the man he might be fighting next, marvelous Marvin Hagler. We'll look at some replays of Hearn's greatest triumph, and we'll look ahead with the champions when we return after this. The speed with which you attacked Duran, it struck me that I don't think I've ever seen you quite that quick. Even in that great fight against Sugar Ray Leonard, I don't think you were as fast as you were in the first round. I felt that I was very quick there, Brad, Brad, in that first round, uh, because my task was to move to Durant, say, put the pressure on Durant, make him back up. I knew once I could get him back that we can't fight back it up. Well, you know, Gil Clancy made the observation that he never could solve your size. He never could get down on a crouch and get in on the inside and attack you from there. No, I've, I've made it very difficult for him to get inside. Um, each time he moved forward, started to come forward, I put the left hand out there and make him fight the arms. He has to fight the arms in order to get to it. Now, we're going to show the knockout again in the second round. What did the corner tell you between rounds? Were you trying to get him out of the way and not give him a second chance? Was that the strategy here? Well, when I went back to the corner, my coach, Emmanuel Stewart, told me uh, just to take it easy, go in there. And he's ready to go, just go in there and finish him off. And you obviously did, as we'll see here from this replay in the second round. You had him backed up against the ropes, and Tim Ryan made the observation here. He was going simply out of instinct, and in a matter of seconds, down he goes. You hit him with an awesome right. Yes, I, uh, the shot that I hit him with, I was shooting, uh, shooting left jab first uh, to the head, and then I faked the left jab to the body and came straight up with the right hand on top. That was the shot there. And how did the right hand come out of the fight? I know you've had some problems with it in the past. Any difficulty? The right hand pain? came out perfectly. No problem with the hand at all. all right. Now, what is next for you? Do you want to fight Marvelous Marvin Hagler? You're smiling already. I can tell what the answer is going to be. But uh, what's next for you? Well, hopefully we can get Marvin Hagler. Um, we are, our plans are to move on to the middleweight division and take on Marvin Hagler because he's still there.
Now you say the middleweight, then would you move into the light heavyweight? You keep going with that big frame of yours? Uh, our plans are to keep moving from the middleweight division to the light heavyweight division. Win those two titles, and I will have give, give me four titles, and then uh, I'll move on. I have a suspicion that marvelous Marvin Hagler has other plans, but I'm going to. We'll be talking to him live in Boston when we continue here on CBS Sports Sunday in just a moment. Well, Thomas Hearns can beat marvelous Marvin Hagler because Hearns went two rounds and marvelous went only 15 all the way against Roberto Duran, but. Marvelous, how much did you take out of Duran before he fought Hearns? How do you feel about that? Exactly. I feel as though that I took a lot out of Roberto Duran. He was only a shell of the fighter that when I fought him. And not to take anything away from Tommy because that's the way to go in and get the job done. But I tell you, the biggest fight that I've been waiting for, and that's with Sugar Ray Leonard, now that he's, he's gone out of the game, now I only have one other thing to do, and that's to fight Thomas Hearns. And I'm planning on breaking every bone in his body. You sound like you got a vendetta against Thomas. Are you still really. upset about the fact that that first fight that you had going was Exactly. Off? I trained very hard for that. I'm still a little disappointed about it. But that's great because that's the name of the game. This is a money opportunity sport. And uh, I think that Thomas is a great fighter, not to take anything away from him. But uh, it's, it's due to happen because we're getting closer every day. Thomas, it sounds like he's ready. Yeah, well, it sounds like I'm still ready, shaking, yeah. Tommy. I'm still I know, shaking. Uh, after watching this fight, watching the replay of this fight, uh, this Duran Hearns fight, uh, Mom, I know you're definitely scared. You, I'm, I can see you shaking. <laughs> you're shaking like a leaf on a tree right now. Um, and just a matter of time before you fall. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, you're never going to make it to the light heavyweight because first you have to get through me. That'll be easy, Tess. Oh, okay. Action. Action. Put the name on the contract. I'd oh, like I, to promote I contracts don't mean anything anymore. <laughs> You're ready to go? What about this fall, Marvin? Any tax well, problems, or can right, you go again this year? Well, right now, what we're trying to do is uh, I'm spending a little time with my family and stuff. And, Spend a lot uh, of time, Marvin. Listen, listen. And also to uh, take care of one, which is number one contender, Mustafa Hampshire, and then come after Thomas Hearns. You do want to fight Hampshire first. I want to get that yeah, straight. Yeah, I believe because he is the number one contender, and there is a, uh, a mandatory defense there. Now, does that mean you would put Hearns off until early next year? Marvelous. How would you well, set that up? Well, we try not to, because Tom, uh, Tommy don't really uh, scare me at all. And uh, I feel as though they have to stuff to beat him. Durant stood too, too upright and really didn't put the pressure on Tommy the way you should have to fight Tommy. All right, Marvelous. Good luck to you. Thank you very much. All right. And Thomas, good luck to you. I know it's just Thank a matter of time, because that is the fight that the fans want to see. So good luck yeah, to both right. Yes. We are watering the plan. Of course, April 15, 1985. Did you pay your taxes that day? Well, they were due that day. No doubt about it. I'm talking about Saturday, April 15, 1985, Las Vegas, Nevada. The outdoor arena at Caesars Palace, folks. Of course, indoor was the sports pavilion where the press conference would be afterwards. But straight up, this was Marvin Hagler and Tommy Hearns going at it for the World Middleweight Championship. Of course, Hagler, man. Twice beaten, and he avenged both those losses at that point in time. Man, he was a monster, like 60-2. And, and, of course, Tommy Hearns coming in at 41. The only loss at 14th round TKO to Sugar Real Leonard back in 1981. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Coming up, we'll hear the fight. Hagler and Hearns live right here on Sports Byline. Yeah, just excited, uh, just excited to be back. I wish we could do a fight every night. You know me, Pedro.
Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 this is Carrie Cooper for Guitar Center's Focus on Rock. Shop for the greatest music gear on earth at guitarcenter.com. For film lovers, it's that moment in the movie when the song starts playing and the scene takes on a kind of new and more memorable life. As rock music lovers, many of us will most likely have our favorite movie moments when a song took our breath away. How about Pulp Fiction's twist contest or the moment Meatloaf roared his motorcycle into Dr. Frankenverter's lab? Join me, Carrie Cooper, over at focusonrock.com for a deep dive into rock music in movies. This holiday season, Guitar Center is your best gift ever center. With deals like a Schecter Demon 6 guitar for just $349, a Blackstar 40-watt combo amp $149, or an American Audio PA for $129. Save up to 25% on gear in every department and make spirits bright for every musician on your list. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year! Guitar Center's holiday kickoff, going on now, in-store and online. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. People got to understand this, Jeff. Uh, we all can have dreams, but the dream will never chase us. We have to chase the dream. Ladies and gentlemen, the red corner, the challenger from Detroit, Michigan. They call him the hitman, Thomas the Hitman Hearns. The former world welterweight champion, former world junior welt middleweight champion, number one ranked middleweight with a record of 40 wins, one loss, and 34 KOs. Across the ring, from Brockton, Massachusetts, the reigning world middleweight champion, undisputed world middleweight champion. They call him the Marvelous One. Staring at each other through the national anthem. It's there down, of course, so customary before these fights. And here we go, round one. Hagler, right off the bat, 
attempting to get inside. He'd love to be able to pin Hearns on the ropes if he can. A more aggressive start by Hagler. Look at him, right for the body. Marvin Hagler only wants the body, and he bangs Marvin. Oh, Hearns may have hurt him with the right hand. He hurt him on the right. Hearns hits him with an uppercut. Hagler, he's hurt, hurt. Hagler is done. Hearns got inside. Hit him with a right uppercut. Marvin ties him up. Marvin Hagler is still hurt. So it was Hagler coming out like a ball, and a good left by Hagler, but Hearns didn't flinch. Marvin going for the body. Wild first round. Wow, what a shot. And it was Hagler who initiated it, not Thomas Hearns. And a left by Hagler. Hagler. Hearns comes back. Another right. That one's done Hearns. What a first minute of the fight. Tommy Hearns has been able to drop that right hand in, and it has hurt Hagler, a surprise to many people. Another right hand from Hearns. Hearns moving. Hagler still pursuing. Comes in with a right. Pitching with a left hook. Here's where I believe Hagler should turn to right. He could block that right hand easier, and he would land his own left hook. Hearns with a devastating punch. Swelling near Hagler's left eye again. Tommy trying to come inside the hands of Hagler. Low blow by Hearns. Hagler's still looking for the body. A right by Hagler. Good right got in. He has Hearns where he'd love to keep him on the ropes, but Tommy comes off easily. Another good right by Hearns. Hagler is now shaking those right hands off, though, Al. He was stunned a little early, and he's normally a slow starter. He's also bleeding. Hagler is cut. Hagler is cut. Bridge of the nose. Hagler hitting him low. Blocks that right. Hearns tries to come in with the uppercut. And Hagler ties him up with a minute to go in a wild first round. Marvin with a good left hand. There's blood all over Marvin Hagler's face. Can't tell where it's coming from. I thought it started with the brick of the nose originally. But blood all over the face of Hagler here in round one. But Hagler has him on the rope. Hagler working on him. Hagler relentless, but Hearns trying to box his way out. Half a minute to go in round one. How far can this one go? That's very far in his face. This is where Hagler wants it, but Hearns counterpunching off those ropes fairly effectively. Tremendous first round. Hagler hitting him to the rope, working on it, but Hearns uppercutting again. Hagler bloody. A tremendous sensational first round, and Hearns gets hurt. Hagler was stunned early in the round. Great first round. Wow. Incredible. Perhaps one of the best in middleweight history. Again, Stewart telling Hearns to box. As you say, though, Hagler turning it into a street fight. Well, he turns righty. He wants it to be a street fight. Listen, Marvin Hagler has been rough inside. He's thrown some low blows. He has thrown some elbows. But you know what? Now the right is getting there, but it's not hurting Hagler. We've got our answer, I think, to some extent. Tommy has been, has been hard-pressed to hurt him with that right. Stunned him early, but not in the last round or two. Very early. Adam Sun has him cut. But it was Hagler doing the damage in round two. And now we thought might happen. Tommy Hearns was hurt early, so he is boxing. Now, he has good boxing skills. He did this against Sugar Ray. Can Hagler get to him in this posture? Some people thought, as he oh, again oh, becomes oh. off balance, some thought that if, if Hearns stayed outside and stayed on his bicycle, it would become a dull fight with Marvin chasing him. But Marvin has been able to corner him, and when Marvin gets in the corner, he is roughhousing him well. Again, Hagler is all bloodied. Time 
in is called by Richard Steele to send Hagler over to the ring doctor. He's calling the ring doctor in. The last thing in the world Hagler wants is the fight to be stopped. The doctor looks at it. Back comes Hagler with a wild left hand. It has to be impeding his vision with the right eye. You never know it though. Tremendous right. Hearns appears rubbery. Here that way in the second round. You know, Richard Steele is breaking these fighters very quickly. That's uncharacteristic of him. It's hurting Hagler because he wants to work inside. Carnes is smiling, but he's taking shots. Another right hand. Hearns turns his back, takes another right. Hearns in deep trouble again. Hearns is down. Hearns is down in the third round and on his back. And he's not going to beat the count. I don't believe. No doubt about that. The great Al Michaels there on audio for ABC television. Straight up, Marvin Hagler now 61, 2 and 2. 51 KOs are still the world middleweight champ. Of course, Hagler's reign as world middleweight champ will come to an end two years later, April of 1987, when he took on Sugar Ray Leonard in a fight that he still moans and gripes about. I told you, every time I see him, all he wants to do is gripe about 1987. In fact, I really don't want to, I mean, when you see Marvin, you like want to run up to him and talk to him, but the first thing he says to me is, you know what, Flash, man, blah, blah, and then he starts going back to 1987, leave it alone, Marv, it was 21 years ago, it's over with, okay, one judge thought you won the fight, Lou Filippo thought you won the fight by two points, the great late Lou Filippo, of course, a referee, a former fighter out of Los Angeles, California, he was a good guy, got to travel around the world with Lou Filippo, but Lou talked to me, one time we were on a train, in China, and we talked in depth about Hagler and Hearns, and Lou's, Lou felt that Hagler was imposing his will more on Leonard than, than Leonard was imposing his will on Hagler. Thus, he had Leonard uh, losing the fight seven rounds to five, and of course, most people had it the other way, because if you really look at that fight, we're not supposed to be reflecting on that fight, we're not supposed to be reflecting on, of course, the, the war, Thomas Hearns and Marvin Hagler, but we've got to reference this fight with with Sugar Ray Leonard and Marvin Hagler, because Wes had ended the entire show as far as Hagler was concerned. One of the greatest middleweights of all time. But was he that great? I don't know. You know, a lot of the guys with Marvin Hagler beat. Let's talk about it. Roberto Duran, former lightweight champion, because took him to the edge of the cliff of death. In fact, if Duran was a little bit younger, a little bit bigger, he might have pushed him off. Okay, so that was, of course, a fight they had in 1983. Um, I mean, he was looking good, Roberto Duran. Marvin Hagler, not looking so good over 15 rounds. In fact, after 15 rounds, Marvin Hagler won the fight, but Roberto Duran won the night. Okay, that's just the way it was. And then we talk about this big fight, this setup fight with Leonard. I mean, Leonard and, and, and Hagler going back and forth, and Lou Filippo saying to me, you know, Hagler imposes will. He was throwing body shots. No, no, no. Marvin Hagler, this is what I tried to tell Lou. Lou, if Marvin Hagler gave away four of the first five rounds, and he did, remember he was trying to box orthodox against Ray Leonard when, in fact, he was a, a, a natural southpaw, a left-hander. He could use that to his advantage. I mean, he could have out could have dazzled Ray from the other side, but he didn't want to dazzle Ray. He wanted to outbox Ray Leonard. It was a mental thing with Marvin Hagler. He had to impose his will mentally against Ray Leonard. And guess what? He didn't do it. Through four, four, four of the first five rounds, he lost them. So if you're down four rounds in a 12-round fight, do the math. You've only got to win three more rounds down the stretch. So if, if Leonard won the first four rounds, 
He's only got to win three rounds after that. Now, nobody in their right mind can look at that, that Marvin Hagler, Ray Leonard fight and tell me that Ray Leonard didn't win three rounds down the stretch. He did. I had it 115, 113, seven rounds of five for Ray, Ray Leonard. But after this fight, Marvin Hagler, of course, we'll talk to, we'll hear from Marvin after the break here on Sports Island. We'll hear from him, both him and Tommy Hearns. And straight up, both guys were never the same after this fight. Of course, I think they were both never the same after the the uh, Roberto Duran fights. I mean, Hagler was exposed for what he was there. A guy that, you know, was a, uh, got pot-shotted by a smaller guy who was just like drilling him with that right hand. In fact, if Duran had more pop, if Duran had Len- Hearns' pop, he'd have knocked Hagler out. Doesn't have that kind of punch, okay? Straight up, Roberto Duran's still, I think, the best fighter of this entire bunch. I know people say to me, how can you say that? Why can I say that? Because Sugar Ray Robinson told me. That's right. The man born Walker Smith the great Sugar Ray Robinson, he told me in 1984, after Tommy Hearns had knocked out Roberto Duran, we're sitting in his dressing room, not his dressing room, his hotel room at the old Aladdin Hotel in Las Vegas, which has been imploded, and they replaced it with a <clears throat> 21st century structure. One of the bottom line is I miss the old Aladdin Hotel. But Ray Robinson was staying across, him and his wife Millie were staying in the room right across from myself and Lenny Albert, a fellow Golden Glove champion from San Francisco. And I got to sit down with Ray Robinson, and he had these... The day before the fight, he had like red, uh, a pink robe on and, and curlers in his hair, pink curlers. His wife was processing his hair. It was sort of cool to be around Ray Robinson like that. But Ray told me after the fight, he said, young man, he goes, I don't care what happened tonight. Duran is still a better fighter, a greater fighter than Duran, than, than, than Leonard Hearns or Duran or, or Hagler. And I said, how can you say that when all three guys hold wins over him? He goes, because he was a lightweight and he, he beat Leonard at his best. There was no doubt about it. And had he fought, had the Marvin Hagler uh, he fought had uh, been a couple of years older and Roberto Duran been a couple of years younger, guess what? Roberto Duran would have won that fight as well. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We're talking Tax Day 1985. Hagler Hearns, of course, the fight of the century in the minds of many. But was it? bit overhyped, but straight up, those guys did go back and forth. You heard it, man. They were like slinging leather for three rounds. Of course, the world middleweight champion prevails. Talk about marvelous Marvin Hagler of Brockton, Massachusetts. You are tuned to the Sports Byline broadcast or more Hearns and Hagler after the break, right here on Sports Byline. Dr. Fernandez, outside call on line nine. Dr. Fernandez, outside call on line nine. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. 
This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. Hey there. Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Woo, it's gonna be good. Hagler was born in New Jersey in 1952. His career spanned 14 years and 67 pro fights. An amazing 52 of them finished inside the distance, by the way. Living amongst them and now building a second career as an actor is one of the greatest natural middleweights the world has seen. The fierce and marvellous Marvin Hagler. And he has the marvellous added by deed poll, by the way. Hagler was born in New Jersey in 1952. His career spanned 14 years and 67 pro fights. An amazing 52 of them finished inside the distance, by the way. In the glitz and gambling halls of Las Vegas on April 15, 1985, Hagler was to have his finest moment. The match with Tommy Hearns was billed quite simply as the fight. You could tell Hagler was fired up by the way he came to the ring. He'd been stung by Hearns' bad mouthing him, and the bookies were undecided on the outcome of this fight. This particular fight with um, Tommy Hearns, I would have to say one of the, the highlights of my career. And behind the fact, I give Tommy a lot of respect now after the fight, but before the fight, I didn't like him very much. And uh, because you know, we did a tour, we did 21 cities. Um, uh, promoting the fight, and Tommy very rude. He speak to me, what are you going to do to me? 
I'm going to knock your bald head all over the wall. You know, I mean, things like this. I says, good, that means you're going to show up. You're going to come to the fight. Good. But uh, I give him a lot of credit because uh, he was a very uh, a courageous type of uh, fighter. He wanted to take my title, and I wanted to keep my title. And uh, I knew that this was going to be a tough fight. Uh, I trained two and a half months. No woman, early to bed, and early in the morning, running. Uh, I really sacrificed uh, very hard for this fight. And here's how they measured up. Of course, Hagler had always been a natural middleweight right from his amateur days. But now Hearns had built up to a good middleweight and he got height and reach in his favor. I was surprised how fast that we both started out. Because um, I thought Tommy would really um, try to box and move. And, but um, when he came at me, this is just what um, we have been training for. We was hoping that um, we can get him to stop and so that I can be able to counterpunch with him. Um, I think after he had hit me with uh, a good shot, a right hand, I think when I took that shot, then I know you have nothing more. And I was like, a, I speak a pat man, you know, it's a game. With a pat man, eat, com, 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 com. So everything you do, I eat, com, 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 till I get to you. And when I get to you, then I want to destroy you. The great Marvin Hagler talking about his career, and of course he uh, didn't mention the, <laughs> the Leonard fight. We'll get into that in detail in another show. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Time to shift gears, talk about the world of mixed martial arts. As we look at the calendar year 2016 of course we wrap things up in 2016 with a big card of course December the 30th the return of the of the uh the rowdy one what do you want to call Ronda Rousey at this point in time I mean she's been licked like a stamp and I don't mean that in in, in a nasty way of course uh, a lot of <laughs> but a lot you know let me, let me let me put it to you like this once somebody gets their bubble burst in that manner, I never have. I never got beaten down like that. I mean, I lost some fights. I mean, I'll tell you, when I fought Ernie Chavez in the National Golden Glove Tournament, of course, that was in, I think, 1984, and I fought him at 143 pounds, and he weighed in like at 169 pounds because he weighed, you know, 147 for the fight. Then it was like three days later and never weighed us again. He was like, I remember getting in the ring and looking across the ring and telling my guy, hey, that's not the guy that I weighed in against. That's his brother. What are you talking about? No, no. They they pulled a fast one here. They put his brother in the ring. No, they yeah, no, yes, they did. They put his brother in the ring. Because you know what? The guy looked that much different because he was that much bigger. He was told me later, I televised one of his professional fights when I was working for the Z channel down in Southern California. And Chavez, uh Ernie Chavez told me afterwards, he goes, you know, he goes, I weighed like 168, 169, maybe 170 into that fight. I go, really? He goes, yeah. I go, whoa, that just blew me away because I was tagging him, hitting him with everything. But then again, you know, size sometimes does prevail in that southpaw stance. Folks, I was a southpaw, and I took advantage of a lot of people boxing left-handed, okay? I mean, that was one of my one of my aces, one of my, and my, and my hidden aces, okay? And I would box both ways. But, um, you know, boxing another southpaw was a little bit different because this guy, he timed that jab of mine and somehow he timed it with a right hook. And guess what? I, my, my right, he hit me on the left ear and my right ear was in pain. Why was my right ear in pain? Because it hit the canvas that hard. Showboat Hotel, 1984 National Golden Glove Championship. Needless to say, <laughs> I didn't win that tournament. But on the 30th of December, 
The Rowdy one returns. Of course, Ronda Rousey, which she 11 and 1 now, taking on Amanda Nunes. Amanda Nunes, the baby faced assassin. You can call her what you want. I mean, she's a rough, 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 rough chick. I mean, she's like 17 fights. She's won 13 of them. I mean, she's had four losses. But guess what? She is a better fighter than a lot of people give her credit for. She's learning how to fight in all aspects. In other words, what I'm trying to tell you is that a lot of fighters that come out of Brazil are basically jujitsu experts, and they can't really round out their game. In fact, that's the reason why a lot of Brazilian fighters are sort of fading away from the championship level of the UFC a couple of years ago when a lot of white guys from the uh, from America were winning in Canada and places like, places like that because of the fact that the Brazilian fighters are becoming too one-dimensional. I mean, let's be honest, the great Hoist Gracie, considered my, the, one of the, obviously an icon in the world of mixed martial arts, one of the greatest uh, MMA fighters of all time who fought in the gi, like the karate gi, okay, do you think he could compete nowadays? I mean, I don't know, although they're talking about him fighting possibly the winner of the Chael Sonnen Tito Ortiz fight, that's going to go down in January, January the 19th, of course, at the LA Forum, live on Spike TV, but I, I just don't know. Guys coming back, why guys want to come back, I don't know. But now we have Ronda Rousey coming back after this stunning, stunning loss. I mean, Holly Holm beat her to a pulp standing up, and then she took her down on the ground, and she choked her out. I mean, basically, she she beat Ronda in every aspect of the game. Ronda wasn't in that fight after the, the, uh, the announcer introduced her name. That was it. That was the last time she was in the fight. Ronda Rousey, bang, fight over. From that point forward, it was all about Holly Holm. Of course, then Holly Holm takes on Misha Tate. And, of course, her manager, her promoter, Lenny Fresca, is the millionaire, billionaire, the guy that owns his own Hawaiian island. I kid you not. Of course, guy out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, he, he came on the show and said, we're going to fight Misha Tate. The UFC doesn't want us to fight Misha Tate. We're going to fight Misha Tate because we want to and we're calling our own shots. Well, Lenny called his own shots, and guess what? Holly Holm got beat. Double H got beat. That's straight up she uh, had to submit to uh to Misha Tate. So that was a bit of a shocker and a surprise to some. Not really, because Misha Tate had proven her worth. And of course, you know, we had Holly Holm coming over from MMA, uh, from the world of professional boxing. And of course, as a boxer, you know, she only lost a couple of fights. One of them was controversial, but straight up, she was a good solid fighter. She had a good stand-up game, but guess what? She improved that ground game enough that when her and Rhonda got down on the ground, she was able to submit Rhonda. So she loses and Misha Tate. And then Misha Tate she gets cocky and she wants to defend the title against the baby-faced assassin. I'm talking about Amanda Nunes. Of course, she fights Amanda Nunes, and guess what? That was in July. It was all over, baby. Misha Tate mm, got submitted second round, rear naked choke. The time, I think, was uh, three minutes and 15 seconds. And guess what? We have a new world women's bantamweight champion. Of course, the bantamweight championship of the USC has been passed around in 2016 like, like a cheap date on prom night. I kid you not. I mean... It was Ronda held it for a long time, or she was the first champion and held it for a considerable period of time. Then, then Misha comes in and she loses. I mean, and Holly comes in and loses in one fight. Then Misha comes in and loses in one fight. I mean, will, will, will that history repeat itself? Or is Amanda Nunes going to lose it in one fight? I mean, does Amanda Nunes have the tools, the ability, the skills to beat Ronda Rousey? Yes, she does. Is she mean enough to beat Ronda Rousey? Yes, she is. She is the real deal. I kid you not. Of course, when they clash December the 30th live at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada on pay-per-view, I think it'll be one of the bigger pay-per-views of the year. In fact, you know, a lot of women have gotten into the world of mixed martial arts like I said they would. I mean, I'm not trying to be like like uh, a Magellan or predicting the future or anything like that, you know, but I got to tell you, you know, this Ronda Rousey thing, I told you when it hit, she'd become a big star in the world of mixed martial arts. Why? 
because she was a female. She looked good. I mean, she was a good-looking female. When you have good-looking girls in the fight versus girls that look like um, they need a shave at 5 o'clock, I'm not getting down on anybody in particular, but if you've got a girl that needs a shave at 5 o'clock, uh, you know, I don't want that. They're not all the fem- most feminine girls in the world, some of the girls that fight. That's what I'm trying to say. Not that you have to be feminine, of course, to, to win fights, but when you look feminine, when you are feminine, when you go out there and you uh, portray a, a sexy heterosexual glow, okay, you're going to entice both men to watch you, of course, because of the sexual uh, allure, and you're going to entice women to watch you because of the fact they, they want to see one of their own succeed. I mean, they've never seen women succeed in the world of fighting before. I mean, maybe you talk about Christy Martin, the world of boxing, and to a lesser extent, although she uh, had a big name, Layla Ali, of course, the daughter of the late Muhammad Ali, she couldn't lick a stamp if you wet her tongue, but, you know, she, she made a few bucks, she made a lot of bucks until her, her husband, what was her husband's name? Abdullah Labaz or something like that, and he was a Muslim guy, and of course, he took, like, I think she made like seven or eight million dollars, and he spent it all on blackjack tables in Las Vegas, in fact, she went to her bank account at one point in time, expecting millions, and found just a couple of thousand, ooh, that was a bit of a nightmare, but back to Ronda Rousey, in the comeback fight against Amanda News pretty good fight. What's going to happen here? Well, my guys, my team, we're talking about Zach Attack Young, and of course, he's the ace and no holds barred in the MMA hour. Of course, that starts at 5 p.m. Pacific time each and every Sunday. And of course, he comes to you with general sports. Saturday night is one of Johnny Taco's all-stars at 10 p.m. Pacific time right here on Sports Byline. But he likes Ronda Rousey to lose here. Why? He just thinks that her bubble's been burst, much like Mike Tyson. And I talked about that. Well, Mike Tyson, the uh, Got his bubble burst by Buster Douglas in 1990. He never was the same. Of course, when he retired in 2006, the first thing he said was, you know, you guys, I haven't been the same since 1989. He was talking about the win over Carl the Truth Williams in 93 seconds. Of course, I think that was July or August of 1989. Trump did that fight back in Las Vegas. That was the night that that Don King says says to me, he goes, hey, Pedro, that was the day before I take that back. He goes, Donald Trump's coming down to the office. We had an office. Don King Productions had an office in in Trump Tower. I think it was a Taj Mahal. I forget which hotel it was. Anyway, he had an office there. And he goes, hey, Donald Trump's coming down. And he don't shake his hand. He goes, the the bleep, bleep, bleep doesn't like to shake hands. Well, I didn't want to shake hands with the bleep, bleep, bleep then. I didn't want to shake hands with him now. Straight up, Donald Trump was a turd back then. He still remains a turd in my mind. So this other card. The undercard, as far as this Amanda Nunes and Ronda Rousey bout, that being the main event, yeah, because of Ronda Rousey and the uh, and the the curiosity as to whether she'll come back. But come some of these other fights are really hot. I'm talking about Dominic Cruz, of course, the world bantamweight champion, is a male, 135. He's a killer. Came back after three Achilles tendon operations. Had his Achilles tendon replaced not once, not twice, but thrice, three times. I kid you not. The first time was cool. The second time, his uh, leg rejected it, okay? So they had to put it in a third time, but he said three three surgeries, and he's rock and rolling as a world bantamweight champion. looks unbeaten as I speak, but every time I say that in the world of mixed martial arts, a guy gets licked like a stamp. But he's taking on a guy by the name of Cody Gabrant, and of course, the real fight on this card, I think the main event of all, Fabrice Badoon, the former world heavyweight champion, taking on the man that he beat for the title. Of course, he lost that title to Stip Miocic, but the man that he beat for the title... A motivated Cain Velasquez at sea level. Look out, Cain Velasquez, Fabrice Bernoum getting it down for the number one contendership in the world of mixed martial arts. Straight up, USC going to rock and roll December the 30th live on pay-per-view from the T-Mobile Arena. We have open phone lines around the world. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network 
iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, TuneIn.com, Stitcher.com, iTunes.com. I can keep going, but there's not enough time to list all the platforms we're on. This is Rink Talk, live worldwide from Sports Byline. You know, everyone has their moment of picking themselves off the floor, and I'd gone through several of mine, but no one had, had actually seen me go through it, and maybe I just had to be that example of picking myself off the floor for everyone, and maybe that's what I'm meant for. Make a man and lose a man. <laughs> that's the way it goes. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. When a belt drive blows out at 3 in the morning, who's got your back? Granger's got your back. When you need safety products to help prevent job site injuries, Granger's got your back. When you need to keep a business running or a facility or a school or a factory, Granger's got your back. Whatever you need, whenever you need it, Granger's got your back. I love Granger. You know why? Because Granger's got my back. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need to keep a business running, or a school, or a bakery, or an HVAC shop, or an auto body garage, a cleaning service, a locksmith, a contractor, a property management company, a restaurant, a grocery store, a dry cleaner, a hotel, a moving company, a hospital, or pretty much anything, you want Granger. Granger has the products and solutions to help a growing business succeed. Whatever you need, whenever you need it. Granger's got your back. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He certainly knows how to shake things up. 
You know, maybe I should do a show on Motown, on my on my time in Motown, of course, in Detroit, working for Emmanuel Stewart, getting to hang around places like the Motown Studios, Hitsville, USA, straight up great times in Motown, great memories, no doubt about that. Of course, we're talking about the world middleweight champion, the great Marvin Hagler, born Marvin Nathaniel Hagler back May 23rd, 1954. He is 62 years old. He is living in Italy. Of course, he's a movie actor and actor over there. Of course, his Italian is pretty darn good because he blew me away with both his Italian and he spoke some Portuguese as well when the last time I saw him. I think that was around 2001, 2002 in Mexico City. So it's been a while since I've seen a marvelous one. But Marvin Hagler, most people don't know that Robbie Sims was his half-brother. His, his half-brother, that's right. Marvie Sims, of course, holds a 10-round decision win over, Mar- over Roberto Duran back in 1986 when Duran wasn't all that good in shape. But straight up, still, Duran. Is he better than Hagler? I can't say he's better than Hagler, but I can tell you like this. He gave Hagler, tell you what, after 15 rounds, Marvin Hagler knew he had been danced with. No doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Let me give you our schedule here on Sports Byline. Saturdays, 11 a.m. Pacific time. We roll for an hour. We combine both boxing and MMA. That's right. Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on Sports Byline and any other network on which you're listening to this show right now. When we come back on Saturday nights at 10 p.m. Pacific time, a show entitled Johnny Taco and His All-Stars. We talk about boxing, MMA, general sports, social issues, comedy. We have all kinds of fun, folks. When we come back on Sunday, Ring Talk Live Worldwide is 11 a.m. Pacific time for two hours of both boxing and MMA, a little pro wrestling. Wait, wait, I'm not done. Sunday, 5 p.m. Pacific time, no holds barred with Dr. Mike Lano and Zach Tacky. We talk both MMA and pro wrestling. Straight up, that's my schedule for next time. Keep your hands up, keep your chin down, most importantly, keep your button on sportsbyline.com. 